This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. <laughs> Dips inside and hits. Oh, what a, what a goal! Right, that is from Ross Wallace. Chris Waddle, is he going to have a crack? Oh, he does, he's good! Anything Paul Gascoigne can do, Chris Waddle can do. One by Stephen Fletcher back towards Adam Rich! Listening to the Wednesday Till I Die podcast. Hello and welcome. I'm James Mappin, and this is the Debate Show, the weekly show devoted to Sheffield Wednesday, where we give you the chance to have your say and for us to listen to your opinion on your club. If you're listening to the recording this in the podcast form and you're wondering how you can get involved, then do what over 2,000 of you are already doing and follow us on Twitter at WTID Pod, and you'll see when we go live. Uh, this week, trialing the new day and time of Thursday at eight o'clock uh, if you want to have your say then like, like I said press that microphone icon on the bottom left and request to talk really is that simple uh, as always I'm joined by uh, Liam Russell Liam mate how are you, you alright yeah good mate how are you yeah I'm alright thank you uh, thank you very much now let's uh, let's get straight into it we've got a few things that we could uh, talk about um, firstly well I weren't going to talk about this but we might as well obviously news earlier today that Saturday's game is off. Um, obviously, first of all, we hope that it's not serious and the players and families that are affected are all obviously as safe as they can be. Uh, obviously, yeah, the, the official announcement, you know, the Owls League One game against Accrington Stanley scheduled for Saturday has been postponed due to an outbreak of COVID-19 at the club. Um, Wednesday have informed EFL they'll be un- unable to fulfil the fixture. Both clubs are currently liaising together with the EFL regarding a rearranged date, details of which will be communicated in due course. Probably another Tuesday night fixture. We all love them choosing out fixtures, don't we? Um, what's your thoughts on it all, uh, Liam? I mean, do, do you think that there'll be a break in fixtures or think we'll go back to playing behind closed doors? What do you think will happen? Strange, isn't it? Um, to be honest, I'd, I'd rather welcome a break than playing behind closed doors, to be honest. Um, I just... 
I just think it went naff behind closed doors, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, do you think Do you think a break will do anything though? Because I mean, I was thinking about this as well. I mean, it, it were the the Brentford manager. I forget his name now, but he were he was saying, weren't he, that they should cancel the fixtures this week and cancel the the Carabao Cup as well in in, in midweek next week as well. Um, but it's not going to go away, is it? Really, two two weeks. I, mean, I, I suppose. You know, it's flared up a bit this uh, this week, but like you said, it, it's naff like playing behind uh, closed doors. It's just unfortunate. I mean, there's loads of games that have been called off this week, aren't there? Yeah, I mean, there's 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 already five five of the after Premier League fixtures essentially this weekend uh, have been postponed already. So um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's hard because obviously it's in a lot of camps by the looks of it, and. Really, they don't want us going to the grounds, do they? As much as they've they've not <clears throat> specifically said it, but yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, we've got obviously, um, yeah, Saturday's been called off. The next game is Boxing Day uh, in ten days' time. Um, you know, you have to follow the same rules. So, ten days isolating since the first, uh, you know, time that they tested positive. Obviously, we don't know when the players did test positive. But obviously, if they can't play on Saturday, then the the game on. You know, on, on Boxing Day is obviously in, in jeopardy as well. Um, I mean, all that, it, it kind of gives you a bit of a congested calendar, doesn't it? You know, where you've got games thick and fa- fast. I mean, I know there's the, the game um, in New Year's postponed just because of the FA Cup, um, you know, the FA Cup run that I think, I can't remember what it was they were, who were playing now, but that's going to be a Tuesday night. I mean, this this game will probably be a Tuesday night as well. Um, you know, we don't want that many games like in quick succession, do we really? No, it's not ideal, and it's the break of the break of the running it, like the the positive momentum and stuff like that. But also, it's like you don't really want to play with a depleted side either. So it's it's a tricky one, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, Josh Windass has waded in on Twitter. He's put loads of people getting the flu around winter and Christmas. How has this never happened before? Oh wait. Um, he put that about a couple of hours ago, so that's that's his that's his thoughts. Now I just want to welcome uh, Callum onto the show. Callum, mate, how are you? you all right, Callum, you there? Oh, he's, uh, he's he's dropped off. But yeah, if you do want to get involved, then uh, you know press press the request to talk button on the bottom left, and we'll uh, we'll get you uh, get you up, and you can have your say whether you want to talk about the news, you know, that, that Saturday's games off or the whole you know COVID as the as a wider subject in football, or whether you want to talk about anything else uh, Sheffield Wednesday related, then that's absolutely fine. Um, you know, just just st- staying on that on that matter of the game that's uh, game that's called off. Um, you know, I say we hope that everyone is is all right and 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 everything like that. But I, I, you know, it gets to the point where you think you've just got to get on with it, haven't we? Really, like it, it's it's not going to go away. And um, yeah, you know, people are getting ill and stuff. But you know, we we can't just keep you know, like I say, if we if we postpone games for for two weeks, you know, we, we have to draw a line somewhere, don't we, Liam? Yeah, I mean. I don't know. I, I'm I'm quite conflicted about it all, to be honest. I don't really know what, because I mean the the FL have come out and said if you've got fourteen, is it fourteen eligible players, yeah. including? So it says here, one of the lads sent it me earlier. Uh, clubs will be expected to play where it has fourteen players, including a goalkeeper, available from the club's registered squad list. So. Under-21's not in the squad, but have played one league match or any other contracted player 
not on the squad list or otherwise would have been eligible to play. Well, if you look at the so. the Chelsea game tonight, um, I think there's four, well, there's six goalkeepers named named in the two squads. They've they've both got two goalkeepers sat on the bench. So, so I didn't even realise that. I know <laughs> uh, Liverpool have not got Van Dijk, Fabinho and Curtis James. I think they're all out of the squad. Yes, yeah, uh, like I said, I mean, it's... It, it, we don't want to play the games without as best players. Obviously, we don't know who it is that's tested tested positive. I just want to bring Ben onto the onto the show. Ben, mate, how are you? you? All right. Are you there, Ben? You're on mute if you're, uh, if you're trying to speak. Sorry, Paul. Can you hear me? All right. <laughs> yeah, I can hear you fine, mate. How are you? Sorry, I'm engrossed in the darts here. Oh, Sorry about okay. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's your What's your taking it all? I mean, you you came on a few weeks ago and you were you were saying how you know with, with the, the Chancery um, with the season tickets and everything, is he is he scared that there's going to perhaps be another another lockdown and everything? I mean, well, games getting called <laughs> off, no money coming in. It sounds like you know you, you had a bit of a inside story there, Ben. <laughs> I won't go out for a bit of a you know bit of a guess, but uh, I think it's looking that way. Into I think come January, I think it's heading to another lockdown. Into it's, yeah. I try to avoid the news, but you can't really get away from it on Twitter and that, can you? So, I think come start of January after Christmas, I think we'll be in a lockdown, and I think everywhere will be shut again. Hope I'm wrong, but it looks that way, doesn't what, it? Really? What, what do you want? What do you want to happen? Do you, you know, just carry on as we are, postpone games if we can't. If enough players, what, what's your what's your taking it all? Are you disappointed? Know, are you disappointed that we're not playing on Saturday? What? Gutted because it's a chance to get another three points. I mean, Ackington of the week when I went there, what a game that were! Great performance and a good run. So for me, it's a case to keep the games coming. But I don't know what to do going forward. Is it? I don't know. Do you break football up for maybe a month or so? Or I don't really want to see it go behind closed doors. I mean, well, Liam said. It's terrible in it behind closed doors, no atmosphere, the game's a drab. But what's at best? Uh, I, I don't know, mate. I'm just stuck in the middle and I think whatever you decide to do, it's wrong decision probably. So yeah. I, I don't know, mate. It's For me, we need football. We need fans in that stadium. So if you can't get fans in and you can't get games on, then maybe just take a, a break for a month and you know, see how it goes. Yeah, exactly. I mean, again, if you want to get in, get involved, then press that request to, to talk button. Uh, we'll get you uh, get you on. Um, something that uh, was, we spoke about earlier on in the week uh, on on Twitter. You know, quite a lot of people had a had a say in it all. Um, obviously, like I said there's no game on Saturday, but you know, we, we mentioned who who makes way for for Shea Dunkley. Obviously, uh, it was looking like he was going to be fit for uh, for the game against Accrington. Like I said that's not going ahead, but um, but. You know, Moore spoke out last week. Say, crew was too early for him in terms of coming back from his uh, from his injury that that he had. Obviously, we played two games without him. One was Portsmouth. The other one, um, the other one was Crew. You know, we had Palmer, Johnson, and Patterson against Pompey. Uh, Brennan came in for for Patterson uh, against Crew. Both, you know, kept two clean sheets as well. In, in the next game, whenever that may be, d- does Shea Dunkley come come straight back in, or or do you? Uh, you know, or, or does he have to sit on the sidelines and we stay with the same same back three? Liam, what do you, what do you think yeah. on that one? I'd bring him back in personally. For who? Fair. Um, Johnson. Thing Jack is, Blair, thing is, Darren, Darren Moore's been you know he's been talking about I wants a, a left centre back, like you know a left footed left centre back. So do you think he'll go against the you know the grain in terms of you know? Taking that balance away that he's been talking well, about for so many I, so I, many weeks, I, I'd do it. But <laughs> if that's his, if that's his, uh, what he said, it might be 
don't know, it might be. The thing is, it's harsh, isn't it? It's harsh on anyone because in them two games, like I say, we've kept two clean sheets. I don't think they've really put a, put a foot wrong either. You know, they've all got a, a you know, Palmer's been Mr. Steady. He's, he's played, you know, played well in every game so far this season. You've got uh, Brennan who's come in, right, made his league debut. I don't think he's done put a foot wrong either. Johnson, everyone were like, what the hell's he doing in, in, in defence? And quite a lot of people, he's, you know, he's changed their minds. All right, he's not the best um, left centre back that we've ever ever seen, but again, he's not really, you know, he's getting better as weeks as weeks go on. So you could probably say that, you know, to drop any of them would be would be would be tough. Um, Tom, I just want to bring you on, mate. Um, first of all, nice evening. I hope you're all all right. Um, what do what do you think on the whole Shea Dunkley side of things? Tom, you're on mute, mate. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, mate. Um, yeah, I mentioned it the other week. I think he's like our modern-day Reader Johnson, where he can be effective in both boxes, but I think at times it can be a bit a bit dodgy when it's coming to play, playing out. And if we want to play out in that way, then I don't think he's the player that can be that ball-playing centre-half. Uh, I know he came out on Twitter and he was saying, oh, you can watch videos of me spraying it 40 yards in a week or 40 in training, but there's no there's no pressure, there's no... There's, it's just in training, so it doesn't really mean much. For me personally, um, you've just mentioned it there, them three lads have kept clean sheets, so you just don't change it, in my opinion. But do you, do you not think do you not think that we're missing in terms of aerial ability? You know, Shea Dunkley, we've, you know, we've seen him in the air, but in both boxes, he's an absolute beast, obviously defending, and you know, he's, he's, he's come up with a few goals. You know, we've, we've looked threatening in the other box, you know, attacking, you know, MK Dons is a prime example. I know he didn't get on the on the score sheet, but he won pretty much every single header from a corner. Do you, do you not think that that's something that we that we need? Yeah, maybe. I mean, but as you, well, as you mentioned when Akin Fenwell was on your, uh, on the podcast, he mentioned that Patterson's a beast in air, so can he fill that void? I mean, he's not really had that, that opportunity to, to do that. I just think that, We've kept clean sheet away at Portsmouth, bad conditions, uh, and then obviously we've won at the weekend. So I just, I just don't think you can change it. I mean, as much as Dunkley's got experience, I think Brennan's done well, Palmer's doing well, and Johnson's done well as a makeshift, makeshift defender. So I I think it's easy to put Dunkley in because obviously he makes quite a lot of first contacts in both boxes. But then obviously he's not. we're not keeping as many clean sheets when he's being in the team I mean uh, one of the games I forget which one it were we were 2-0 up and he got absolutely ragdolled and they ended up scoring Um, we drew to all I can't remember the game so I do think that that, that against Wimbledon were it no did we draw to all with I want to say did we draw to all with Cheltenham we did but we were 1-0 down we were 2-1 up uh, and he he did score that game yeah but then it were last minute, weren't it? That they've added it back across and they've got three. To be fair, Tom, there's been that many last minute goals that we've conceded this <laughs> season. It could be any of them, mate. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think he's good for the squad, don't get me wrong. I know this season he'll play a lot more than he, if he's fit and available, he'll play a lot more than he won't. But at this moment in time, if that game was to go ahead on Saturday, then I don't think you can you can really change it because that back three have done have done well. And if I were them, I'd be I'd be on manager's door Monday morning. Saying why, what, what, what have I done wrong? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Cheers, Tom. Cheers, Tom. I just want to bring uh, bring Graham on. Uh, Graham, mate, how are you? All right. Just remind us. Just unmute yourself when you're talking. Uh, 
Hey, Graham, you all right? How's it going, Graham? You all right? Yeah, not too bad. Good, good, good. Yeah, what's your take on Shea Dunkley then? So, would, you know, like I said, Saturday's game's not going ahead, but the next game, does he go straight back into the defence? Yeah, I mean, on the whole um, situation of the, the games getting cancelled, I think, you know, for ourselves and as a national team, maybe taking a break now and having a sort of like delayed summer break ready for the World Cup might be beneficial to us as a, as as England. Um, obviously, I know we've got no players playing in the England side, but um, but yeah, um, Dunkley for me, obviously start of the season, there was something wasn't quite right there. Whether it was his attitude, which I, I don't think for one second, whether it was his fitness or what it was, um, he's obviously back in the team now and has been absolutely exceptional for us. Um, yeah, for, for me, he goes straight back in. You know, Palmer, Patterson, Brennan, they've, they've all done a job in there. They've all they've all done well. Marvin Johnson, has, again, has done well in there. But we need that commanding presence in there. And Palmer, Johnson, you know, Brennan, for me, aren't on that commanding presence we need in there. We need someone that's that just controls everything. And I think Dunkley for me is that one that comes in, slots straight back in and assists the defence in any which way, shape or form he can. Um but who, who's, who's stepping out though? Who's the player that you're gonna uh, that you're gonna take out? Well that's a difficult thing for me. You know, Johnson, you know, same as anyone, has not been um the stand up performer that we'd we'd obviously all hope for this season. Um but for me when he, he slipped in at left back or the left side of the three was was a surprise. Um, but the first game I saw him, I, I thought he equipped himself really well. I thought he was athletic. You know, he, he was quick. He didn't shirk a challenge. And I thought he was exceptional, to be fair. Brennan, when he's come in, young lad. And I think we need to sort of embrace our youth academy coming through and give him that chance. Um, I think he's done well. I think no doubt in, in time he'll become a Wednesday legend if he if he sort of stays here and doesn't follow the money like other players <coughs> George Hurst has done. Um, <laughs> you know, and, and and actually follows the fact of being a footballer and, and living the dream rather than living for the money. Um Palmer again, you know, the the service he's given to the club. I know that he's got his slaters, but one hundred percent week in, week out, he doesn't do anything that that's gonna act as a detriment to club. He tries, he performs, you know, he, he's not going to be ever going to be someone that's takes all the glory, you know, you know, takes all the plaudits for everything he does, but he does a job week in, week out, the same as anyone. He can make a mistake. Johnson can make a mistake. Brennan can make a mistake. But for some reason, fans seem to jump on Palmer more than anybody else and hammer him for some reason as soon as he makes a mistake. But for, for my view, he's got to be a starter week in, week out. I want to nail you to a player then, Graham. So you're, you're Darren Moore for the next game. Which which three out of those four, five, if you want to include Patterson, who's played in defence, who, who are you choosing for the next game? For me, um, I would say Palmer on the left side, maybe. Dunkley in the centre, Brennan on the right side. Um, okay. it's, it's, on, it's hard on Johnson because I think he's been superb. But it's it's not his preferred position. Obviously, he'd, he'd probably admit to himself it's not where he wants to play. So if we get three defenders in there, Brennan to then continue his um, his, his sort of building as a footballer and is is increasing his ability as a footballer to play for Jeff Wednesday and to increase his. I don't want to say his value um, because that that seems to message that we we want to sell him. I don't think we do. I think we want to keep him. I think we want to nurture him and turn him into a player that 
is a value to Sheffield Wednesday in the future, not financially, but, you know, on the pitch. Um, so, yeah, for me, you know, Johnson wants to be looking to maybe push the Shadipos, the Corbinus, and uh, that's, that's probably going to be controversial, but he, he needs to be pushing for that left-sided spot. Um, but I don't, I don't think personally our position for Johnson is set up to where what he wants to play. Maybe a four-three-three and on that side, or a four-four-two is more suited to Johnson. But I think for the fact that he's come in and done a job for us in that that centre-back position, he needs to be, you know, um, sort of applauded for that. Really. Yeah, of course. Cheers, Graham. Thanks, thanks for that. If, if you want to get involved as well, like I said, press that request to talk. But on the bottom left, uh, that's exactly what Ross has done. Uh, Ross, mate, thank you for thank you for joining the show. How, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, mate. You? Yeah, I'm fine, thank you. What do you want to have to say, Ross? Um, I just want to add on to them comments just then, mate, reference to uh, the Dunkley situation. Go on, then. Um, there's, a, there's a key phrase that a lot of people have been saying about Johnson, about Patterson, is all that they've done a job. They've done a job when we haven't had a, a recognised centre-half fit and ready to go. Um, so if you've got your current player of the month fit and good to step back into the team, why wouldn't he bring him back in? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I, to- I totally agree. I mean, like the th- the difficult thing is, is you know we've we've played two games that you know we haven't kept a clean sheet for. I think Bolton was the last time we kept a clean sheet before P- Portsmouth. Portsmouth we kept a clean sheet. Crew we've kept a clean sheet, and both games Dunkley wasn't there. Whether that's a coincidence or not, I don't know. But, it's, but it's, do you not know, think it's harsh on the on the three, four, if you include Patterson that have that have, uh, that have stepped into? Well, yeah, like you said, kind of phrase, do a job that that one of them is going to going to miss out it's always going to be harsh it's, it's going to be harsh to, to say to one listen you've done a really good job however you're now not playing but when they stepped into that lineup, more will have had that chat with them saying listen we ain't got a centre off you're going to have to do this job for two or three weeks um, and, and they, they'll have known that as professional footballers they would have known I'm here to do this job um, uh, for me if one of them has to then miss out I'd say Patterson because Patterson offers you something all over the pitch, it's, yeah. it's like it's, it's like a play, it's like a dream to a manager. If you've got Patterson, uh, for me, he's he's one of our most hardest working players. Yeah. Uh, but for me, I, if I was more, I'd, I'd play him a lot more on coming off the bench because he can just do you. If if we, I, I've mentioned it before on Twitter, mate, is a is a game management. When we've got one or two up, how many how many leads do we throw away? He's a perfect player to get onto the pitch. Uh, and what one thing Patterson's very, very good at is, is being a complete shithouse. And he will win you a game by doing that. Yeah. Coming um, off the bench and controlling it. So so who are you playing in your, in your, in your three at the back then? So he's, obviously you say Patterson's going to be on the bench, but you've got Brennan, you've got Dunkley, you've got Palmer, and obviously now you've got, um, you've, you've got Johnson as well. It's, it's hard because Brennan's still young. We've got the manager. Um Obviously, I think it was was it Graham before. He, he, he very uh, very key point as well is once you're playing these young players, in like interest starts happening, and around the player, that's where the heads get turned. And they do start looking at these big moves too early, far too early in their careers. Um, so Brennan for me has been outstanding, but is it is it too soon to make him week in week out, knowing that I often Hutchinson's going to come back shortly? Mm. Um, I, I, I don't know, mate. It's a good, it's a good problem Dunkley. to have, isn't it, Ross? It's, oh, a good... it's, a great, it's, a, it's a great problem to have, mate. We, when have we ever had this, like, in-depth problems? We ne- we've never had them. But to be fair, the, it's credit to the players because, like I said, the key phrase again, they're doing a the job. They're doing something that's... 
like when we signed um, Marvin Johnson, if you would have said Marvin Johnson were going to play centre-half, everyone would have gone like, what are you on about? Well, we did, didn't is, we? When, is, he, when, he, when he came... He's an attacking winger. Yeah, when he, uh, when he played him at, uh, I said, at centre-half, I can't remember what game it was now, but everyone like, I think I think it was Lincoln, weren't it, at home? Everyone like, where's he playing? Who's playing in defence? We you know, we spoke about it a couple of weeks ago on the podcast saying, you know, it's a you know, what-the-fuck moment. Um, that's what we all we all had it as, uh, oh, had it as that. Uh, cheers, Ross. Thanks for thanks for that. I just want to bring Charlie oh. in as well. Uh, like I said, if you want to get involved, press that request talk button. Uh, have your say. You know, we're talk, talking about Shea Dunkley at the moment, whether he would come straight back into the side. Uh, Charlie, how are you? All right? Yeah, are you, Paul? Um, I think Dunkley right now is one of our best centre-half, if not the best this season we've had. Because right? as people have said before, we, can, we saw it against Reach Cheltenham when he's... First goal we scored with Cheltenham this season, weren't it? Yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah, that game, he were winning all the aerial balls, he were winning headers in the box. He's, he's one of those players that he can push forward. And he, remember Tom Lee's other season when he, he'd drive that ball forwards and yeah. create an option in midfield. And he, he does that, and that's sort of what you want in a defender. And also he tracks back, but then you've got to take into consideration players like Johnson, Brennan, Hutchinson and I off when they come back because right now we've got so many defenders but right now Moore is playing Shadipo out of position he's playing him too far back he's not a defender you can tell that he looks shaky yeah because when he's got men running at him he's not comfortable Charlie obviously you mentioned I off and Hutchinson obviously when when everyone is fit you know, and, and we play the same. If we are playing the same system as we're playing now with the with the three centre backs, who who would your three be uh, playing in the, in those positions? I don't think you can pick a three. To be honest, it's a bit hard. If I think what you do is if you put a four man back, like a four man defence, you've got Palmer on left because you know from other year he can play well at left back. Then put Iorfa and Dunkley as your two centre backs, and then maybe Brennan on your right hand side. And then put Hutchinson in front of him. Because Hutchinson's one of those players he can play in midfield and if you need to can drop back into defence. Like what um forget the names. Morgan Fox, who would winger when if one pushed forward, they'd have a drop back, if you get me. Yeah. I offer or Dunkley, they'd run forwards and Hutchinson just covers them. Because you've got an extra man back and you know he's got old Hutchinson, isn't he? He'll put a tackle in for anyone. Don't care who it is. You just screw them. Yeah, of course. But, never changes um, but you've got so many defenders it's, it's a good thing because as Graham said before you've got a very in-depth squad and he, more he's got an idea of what he wants and it's that's good to see in a manager yeah I mean obviously this um you know, we don't, we don't want the break in in the games. We don't want games to be postponed. But you know, you, c- you could say that you know, he does give you know the likes of Hutchinson, who you know reportedly is you know he's, he's training on the grass and what have you. You know, the games are coming, games are coming a bit too soon for him. You know, the likes of Adeniran as well. He's uh, you know we've not spoke about him obviously. You know, he's someone else who's who should be coming back into the uh, into the fray uh, in a in a couple of weeks' time. You know, if the game against. Um, but an album on on Boxing Day is, is also called off. Then you know, again, you know, we've got we've got players coming back. Whereas a couple of weeks ago, it was a bit of an issue in terms of injuries. Uh, hopefully, like I said, we can uh, we can get back to back to full strength. And just something else that I just want to uh, want to talk about. Just um, 
was obviously you know Doncaster had uh, they've changed the name of their stadium. I, I thought the keep moat was what it was called originally. That was what it's called originally, but I thought that was its proper name. But that was also a sponsor's name. But anyway, they've changed the name, and it just got me thinking: what would what would you think if Chancery came came out and said that they'd sold the naming rights to the uh, to the stadium if he called it something like I don't know the D Taxes Arena or the Elevate Stadium? Um, Liam, I want to come to you on this one, mate. Like, wh- how would it make you feel if if Chancery came out and said he'd done that? Not, not, not for me. <laughs> <laughs> I think no. I don't know. It depends what state we're in. If it was a point where it was like, oh, we're skin, and if we don't do it, we're going to be in trouble. Then it is what it is, isn't it? But not for me. It's Hillsborough, isn't it? I don't know. Would it? Would it not like? I don't know. Obviously, he's done. He's done quite a few things, any that we do, that we don't agree with. Would it? Would it not just be like the, the the icing on the cake if he if he came out and did that? Well, it wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me in the slightest. But like I say, <laughs> unless we were really, really struggling, I wouldn't want to see it. Tom, what, it wouldn't surprise. It wouldn't surprise me if he did do it though. Yeah, Tom. What about what about you? What about if he said it? You know, it's the KFC Arena or whatever, it, whatever it's going to be. What what would you <laughs> think? I prefer it to be called the Berries Arena. I don't know about KFC. <laughs> yes, <laughs> free berries. We can get on yeah. board with that. <laughs> get rid of them dodgy pies and get them pork sandwiches. Sold. Well, apparently, I've I've heard that because uh, the game's off on Saturday, they've donated all the food to homeless, but all homeless have sent it all back. It's that shite. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, what, no, would you, what would you think? If if it's good for the longevity of the club, it's going to generate revenue every year. And it's not something in three years' time that's going to bite us in the arse because he's written it down on the back of a, a cornflake box or something. Then I'd say, yeah, go for it because it's another way of generating revenue for the club. Because last thing we want to do is end up in a financial situation where the position of the club, as in the league table, is impacted because of the balance sheet. Like, if we can generate money from naming, we're going to know it as Hillsborough. The general popul- football population is going to know it as Hillsborough, but if they want to call it whatever, let them call it whatever. I mean, for example, Sports Direct Arena, it was St James's Park. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it, if it can generate sustainable income for the club, then it's not going to be a bad thing. It could be a good thing that he's done. He's not done that many good things. <laughs> I but, count on one hand how many good things he's done, to be well, fair. Well, you said about the icing on the cake. You, I just didn't know if you were putting a twist on that biggest cake we've ever ever made. Cake ball. Using a cake ball, yeah. I thought you were referring to that then. But no, for, for me, honestly, if they can get some revenue in from doing it, and it's sustainable, that's the key thing. Not give us 10 million now or whatever and then get a 100 grand every season. It needs to be your steady flow money coming in to help with maybe signing players wages it's got to be as i say sustainable yeah i mean we, we spoke about wages at the week at the weekend you know reported like 10 million pound a year that we that we spend on on wages which i was looking as well and that's more than most most championship clubs as well uh, when when you look at it which is quite i don't know alarming uh, I, don't, I don't i don't know what you want to what you want to say on that one uh, you know it's clearly chan series um you know trusting darren moore in the in terms of you know backing his players that we, that we have signed uh in the summer like i said i think we've probably by well, one of the top uh spenders in terms of wages in in league one by by country mile um 
A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Picture the scene all of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Just another thing that, that we can uh, that we can talk about. Again, if you want to get involved and talk about anything that we've already talked about, then press that request talk button on the bottom left. We'll bring you on and you can have, uh, have your say. Now, there's also um, talk about Josh Windass as well, maybe maybe leaving in January. Hull, Blackburn and Stoker reportedly keeping an eye on the 27-year-old. Obviously, we signed him on loan in 2020 at the end of that 19-20 season. Um, obviously, made that permanent the, the following season. I mean, would you be willing to let him go? Is it a case of keeping him at all costs? So, you know, we reportedly rejected offers of around about a million in the uh, in the off-season. I mean, I'm just looking at his stats as well. Um, he's played 57 games, scored 15 goals which is like one in four nearly, just just over, uh, which is around roughly kind of the same as what he's been doing at the other clubs that he's, that he's played at. Rangers had a similar return. Accrington, not so good at Wigan, um, but, but you know, he's, he's already scored. How many goals he's scored so far this season? Two, I think it is, MK Dons and, and Wickham. Uh, and he's only played, what, one start and two two off the bench. Um, Liam, what would, what, would you, what would you think in terms of... Um, Josh Windass, do we just keep him at all at all costs? I'd try and keep him, but if he doesn't want to be here, then let him go. Simple as that for me. Try and keep him. If he's happy staying, happy days. If he, if he doesn't want to be here, though, there's no point. Let him go. Char- Charlie, looks like you want to have, a, have your say on that one, mate. Yeah. Um, I think it's one of those situations like we had with Fletcher at the end of, what was it, nineteen twenty season? Yep. Windass is one of those players. You know he's a proven goal scorer. He's played two games this season. He scored two. But he's, played, he's, played, he's played three. Yeah, one start. He's come off the bench twice. Um, yeah, M- MK Dons and, and Wickham. He's played 136 minutes, which is not not even two whole games yet. Just to say he's not bad to say he's been out four months. He's like, he's like Fletcher. You know he's a proven goal scorer, like Gregory. Proven goal scorer. Give him the service, he'll score. But if it goes down to the situation where we're skinned something, you, I wouldn't want to sell him, but it's one of those plays that you know Chancery might be able to get a good deal for him. What what would a good deal be in your eyes? Like I said, we've already rejected offers around, around a million. What what you, what you what are you thinking? I don't know. I think... Five? Buy? Mm, yeah, probably around that. I think you're topping five or six. Because you, you don't want to put your barrier too high and then clubs think, sod that, I'm going to get a cheaper player that's the same. You've got to look as well, I mean, Hull, Blackburn and Stoke, are, you know, they're not exactly flush, are they? They're not, they're not teams that are... Not are, really. That, do, you, you know, do you think they're going to be willing to spend that, 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 sort of, that sort of money? If they desperately want the player, yeah. Like Blackburn, they've let proven goal scorers go. Who's that kid that went to Southampton? Armstrong um, that's the one um, he's been you know last season he was 
class for Blackburn. And then they've put a big money offer in for him and he's gone. Not after what Newcastle did before Estieri. Put a big money offer in, we rejected it, but to be honest, after that he weren't the same. And yeah. if you take that if you take these sort of offers, it might benefit you later on in the season. You might find a player that's younger, like the same sort of prospect as Windass. Of but course. It, it would be a shame to see him go because he's one of those play, a key player in this squad. But if it means letting him go and us progressing, I'd, I'd do it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, we've certainly missed him so far this season. Cheers, cheers for that, Charlie. Um, I think I think that was a point I was going to make as well. The amount, how many players, if we get the right money offered, sell him. How many players are we like to run the contract down and go for nothing? Yeah, of course. It's just, and I think with the the thing was with Fletcher as well was we we needed him off the wage bill, didn't we? I think we'd have kept him, but I don't think we could offer him the wages that we were offering him before, could we? No. Um, no. But yeah, if the money's right or we're in a situation where he wants to go and, you know, he's not happy anymore, then let him go. Yeah. Just Ben's been patient, patiently waiting. Hey, Ben, you all right, mate? Hey, old pal, you all right? Yeah, I'm fine, thank you. What, what is it you want to talk about, Ben? Uh, well, I was just sort of obviously listening to guys talking about Windows there. To, and I, I agree with him in, in some aspects. I mean, I think we've got to be clever with players now and not get into a that situation where trying to keep all the room and this and all, if they want to go, just go. Do you know what I mean? And just try and get something for them while we're in League One and we can sort of build on a squad and we, we're not sort of worrying on promotion. Well, I mean, we are working on promotion, but I mean, we've not got Premier League, you know, <laughs> there above us like we always have in Championship. And we can sort of build a young team because I think it's I think it's what we need. We've got that many young players coming through. I mean, Brennan, for example, Jesus Christ, what a little player he's been. Yeah, he's like Brennan, Brennan Bauer, as he's been coined by uh, by certain parts of the the, the fan base. <laughs> well, but, but, but in terms of Josh Windass, I mean, do, do you think do you think he's someone that we've missed so far this season? Obviously, like I say, he's come back, he's played, yeah, definitely. he's featured in I three games, he's scored two goals. Um, the goal he scored against. Uh, you know, the goal he scored against Wickham were a were a fantastic finish. Um, MK Don's I mean. MK Don's a bit fortuitous, but still he put it in the back of the net. <laughs> it's a goal, mate. I think we take it, mate. Yeah, so it's, it's, I think we take anything we get. I'd take a bleeding knob ending anything. <laughs> but what what, what so, so in, in terms of saying, you know, get something for him then we'll let him go. What we've like I said, we've rejected I mean, bids of about a million, but what what are you gonna accept? I mean, I don't even know how old he is. How old is he? He's not... 27. 27? So, as a striker at 27, I mean, you still see Lee Gregory doing it. <laughs> and, and he's a proven goal scorer. So, do we keep holding him? I mean, for me, I think two and a half, three millions probably reasonable, I would think. We're... Bearing in mind is that injury that's kept him out for a bit. To be honest with you, I think if we would have had him and he would have gelled better with squad, um, like most of them have done. Because I think Canberra's had good games and him and Gregory work well from what I've seen. But I think Windass and Gregory is a pairing up front. It's just there's just something about it that gets me excited. So I think we need to keep hold of that as much as we can. But like I say, if kids are unhappy, if they don't want to be here. 
Well, I don't um, think he's any. I don't think he's, he's come out and said he's, he's unhappy. It's just that obviously, you know, clubs are who have been sniffing around. I mean, they were sniffing around before he got injured at the start yeah. of the season as well. If that's the case for me, I think he's, I think we should keep holding him. If that's the case, if there's me, no, you know, like you were at Wigan and you heard all that with with Paul Cook and stuff, and they, they didn't, it weren't on good terms and allegedly. I don't think he's got. I think he's got a good squad around him. I know he's good mates with Bannon. It's his captain at club, which is perfect for him. You know, to sort of grab him by the shoulder and say, "Listen, pal." You know, Bannon knows what it's all about, mate. And I think he's perfect person to, to sort of for Windass to be around. Yes, yeah. I think I think that's I think that's what we've lacked. Um, don't get me wrong, Lubens and and were a, were a good good captain for me, um, but you didn't really see that like heated passion like you do with Bannon. And, and I think he's he's good for players that. Yeah, I mean, um, ju- just just looking at Josh Windass in terms of his transfer history, um, he went to Wigan in what August twenty eighteen. Uh, reportedly two and a half million. I don't know how, how true these figures are, uh, and then yeah. the reported figure that we per- bought him from uh, from Wigan. You know, officially it was undisclosed, but I'm looking on transfermarket.com, sorry, .co.uk, it's uh, 504,000, um, so half, half a million. Any, anybody looking at that go, Jesus Christ, they've got a bloody bargain there. Yeah, I mean, like I said, we're looking looking throughout his career, he's, he scores, you know, one in one in four um, yeah. throughout the course of his career. Like I said, he had a bit of a blip at Wigan, but I like... Mean, played, I mean, he's been out for what? He's been out for a while. Come back three games off at bench scores two. It's it's something you need to build around, um, and I think Gregory's got that hold up play, which is going to allow Windass to get into them little pockets of space that he likes to do, and you know being able to play off and run off at ball, and being able to be be available for passes that Bannon can pick out. And I think I, I think for me, he just he needs to stay. He needs to stay for me. I don't, I feel like I'm contradicting myself about five times here, but <laughs> do you know the more I'm thinking about it? I think he needs to stay for me, mate. I, I think he's he's one of them players that I enjoy watch play. I think he's got the talent for it. He's got the skill. Um, and he's a goal scorer, do you know, and it's what yeah. we need. We need a bloody goal scorer. Of course we do. I mean, he scored nine. He scored nine last season, and we had a god awful last season, didn't we? Exactly. It, were, it, it was terrible. Yeah. That season. Yeah. So, but, uh, well, what are your thoughts on it? Do you reckon he should stay, or do yeah, you reckon, would you like the team stay, or? Well, when you when you when you look at the the other options that we've that we've got uh, up front, yeah, Gregory's you know fantastic striker, Canberra. All right, he started a bit iffy, but he's, he's come into it. Uh, He's coming to it. He's, he's been playing better, although he's still not been firing on on all cylinders. And he, you know, last yeah. couple of games, he, he has he has gone missing. I, I've thought, um, yeah. but I think he's been a little bit lost in positions. It's like he's it's like he's not found his. I know he's he's a striker, but it's like he's not found his position. Yeah, but, but then you look at the other and options, and, and it's a little bit. yeah, and then you look at the other options, and everyone knows what my thoughts are on uh, Saido Berahino. Um, <laughs> You've got Silas. What's, what's that little Darren Moore's uh, like little roulette thing that he just chucks on? Yeah, a little love child. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, you've got Silas, so who we've not seen anything of at all. Um, so when you look at the other options I mean, that we've the, got, the, the, bits, the bits that we've seen of Silas, so has not been too bad. I mean, he's looked all right. 
Yeah, but yeah. you know, he's not obviously not doing it for Darren Moore. He's not he's not playing him. Uh, yeah, so exactly. so when you look at when you look at, do we get rid of Josh Windass? Um, I think unless well, uh, him. yeah, unless Darren Moore's got someone else lined up that he can bring in yeah. with the mo- with the money that that you know that we can get for him, then fair yeah. enough. But if it's just a case of getting rid of him and making do with what what, what we've got, I, th- I think. No, because we haven't got anything else that's that's good. If Canberra's firing him, you know, banging him in, and he, he scored ten goals for the season, you know, yeah, halfway through. Look on it, wouldn't you? But yeah, I probably think we've got two strikers that are on form, and and you've got others yeah. that can you know fit in if if they need be. But yeah. at the moment, I think we we need to we need to keep him. And the fact that he's you know, I could quite easily see him if he gets a run in the side, he'll uh, he'll he'll yeah. you know, he'll he'll score a decent you, amount of goals. Would you not? Um... Think he might be considering playing Corbinu a little bit more forward, or um, positions, or do you think he's best out on left? Where do you play? Personally, I think he's, he's, he's all right on the left. I mean, I know he does like to cut in on his uh, on his right foot, um, so he's not really an out and out left left winger. But yeah. I, I can't, you know, I don't think he's strong enough to to like lead the line or play yeah, further yeah. forward. I can't see him in playing in that in the in the hole in the number ten, um, really. So personally, I think yeah, out out on that left hand side. I mean, he's probably more suited to playing rather than playing the you know the wing back role. He's probably more suited yeah. to playing an out and out wing. The first, the first sort of games I saw him playing, you know, I saw them little darting runs and stuff. I thought, but he'll have got another Rolando Aaron's here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I must admit, you know, and then he kind of went a bit off the boil, and then obviously he didn't play for <laughs> yeah, a while, did he? But then he didn't get picked, and it's like Jesus, just give give the kid a chance. I think this, is, I think that's the main issue as well. That I know I've got personally that I think we need to find that eleven, and injuries obviously come into it, but. We need to just find that eleven that just sort of clicks. Well, we're gonna we're gonna come on to that in a in a second. In term, we're gonna ask what your best eleven is. So people that are listening, have, have a think about what your what your best eleven will be and get involved. And before we do that, you know, Charlie's got his hand up there. So Charlie, mate, what do you want? Yeah, what do you want to say? Yeah, I'll get off, mate. I'm nattering on. <laughs> Cheers, Ben. Thanks for your time, mate. Um, I've just realised. You know, you said about Berahino. If there's one player you'd get rid of, surely him, because. How much is he on a week? It's not going to be that much. It's not going to be that much because obviously we're a league one side. But at the end of the day, he's on a one-year contract. Surely you get rid of a player like Berahino, who's got an awful first touch, can't touch a ball to save his life. Yeah. To then I mean, get rid of someone like Windass, who's a clinical goal scorer. How many Berahino scored this season? One. And that was against uh, Shrewsbury, weren't it, when he came on? And we yeah. th- we th- uh, to be fair, when he came on, he, pl- he played against Plymouth, came off the bench. He started against um, he started against Shrewsbury, scored that header in about, what, the first 10 minutes, and I thought, hey, oh, we've got a player here. Like, I thought he was exactly. going to kick on, and he's done, he's done nothing. And just as Liam just texts me there, couldn't trap a bag of cement, which I thought was quite funny. Uh, you, you asked That's how much he's on, reportedly £7,500 a week, which exactly. uh, 400 grand a year, to put that into into context. So is the, probably what, is about is the 10th highest earner at the club, I think. Exactly. Um, he's, right. he's getting paid more than Jack Hunt, Lee Gregory, Shadipo. You know, the, I could, you know, Deli Bashiru, Hutchinson as well. Uh, yeah, he's on, he's on more than than all of those. I mean, to, to be fair, I think when 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 we signed it, when we signed Berahino, Charlie, what what did you think? Did you think it's a good signing? This is before you saw yeah. him play. Yeah, I'm not being funny. I'm 15, so 
I only really got into football the year before we got to Wembley, so I wasn't too sure who we were. But I watched clips of him, and when he were at West Brom, he were on fire. Yeah. Not being funny, he were one of the players that you want in your team. And I thought, we've got a right bargain here. So I'm on a, what were like, a free transfer? A free transfer, yeah. Exactly. We've got him on a free transfer. He might be something we need in this league, and he might tear them to bits. Yeah, of course. Right, How many so- games have you played? He's played like, what, 10, 12 games this season? Scored one. Win that. He's played three games, one start, two off a bench, and he scored more than him already. I mean, you, you know, you could. I mean, I'm not defending Berahino because, like, like I said, everyone's everyone knows my thoughts on him. But you know, people have been saying that he's not had a he's not had a proper run in the side. He's uh, you know, he's, he's made. Let me have a look how many appearances he's made. Fourteen appearances, but he's he's only he's started probably three of those. I think uh, he's he's hardly played. He's he's had, he's had to come off the bench to um, which. You know, it's probably a bit more difficult than than it is when you when you start, and especially when you then you want your your form and and from confidence point of view, he's got absolutely none. So uh, so yeah, I just want to move on to, um, to obviously we're, we're nearing halfway through the season. Um, you know, we've 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 seen we've played you know numerous games, numerous different players have, have played different positions, but you know, I want to talk about you know what what your best 11 would would be and what your what your strongest 11 would be if everyone's uh, everyone's fit uh, Liam mate uh, what what would your what would your like best 11 be and what it's, formation been, what formation mate, would you be playing that's as well? the question isn't it formation because I was scribbling some stuff down earlier and just trying to put it together and I think unless we if we're playing the same shape as we're playing now I can get a team just about, but I think if I was to play four at the back, like, um, I don't know what the formation, you know, like, so what, I'll, the I'll traditional 4 4 2. So, no, not 4 4 2, like, striker, number 10 behind him. Yeah. Two midfielders, two wingers. So, but I was, I was struggling for the right hand side on that. that that's the problem, so, isn't it? The, the right hand side, for all the players we've got. Like, I don't know because we've not seen enough for him. But I'll, I'll, so if we're playing the shape we're playing now, yeah, I've got Peacock Farrell in net, yeah, Dom Dunkley Palmer the back three, Hunt on the right, yeah, Theo on the left wing backs, Longo Bannon, and I've put a dinner on, and then okay. Windass and Gregory up front. All right, that's sol- then, solid side. And then if it was. Other one, I, I don't. I, Peacock, Farrell, Hunt, right back. Dom and Dunks in the middle. Palmer, Massimo and Baz. Theo on the left. Windass behind Gregory, and then the right hand sides vacant. Obviously, then you're not got Dennis on there. It's hard. Could Windass play on the wing? But you don't really want it on the wing. It's a tricky one, isn't it? It's like and, that, I think, that... and I don't think you can't not play Hunt or do you play someone because Hunt's been playing really well I think even his light delivery well the cross really the, cro- the cross the for Gregory games, against so. Crew with, with top draw weren't it so would you put him on the right of midfield and play somebody else at right back but then who are you playing there Palmer <laughs> at right Johnson at left back but the he's playing really well at left back <laughs> Tom Tom, I just want to bring bring you on that mate put you on the spot what what would your strongest 11 be if everyone was uh, was fit mate if everyone's fair, pick up Harold in there. Um, Dunkley, Oach, I offer 
Corbiano and Palmer wing backs, Adeniran, Bannon, Luongo, Windass and Gregor. So no That's... hunt, no hunt in that one. I forgot about Hutch now. <laughs> no. Well, yeah, no, no one. I mean, he put a good ball in that weekend, but I think out of him and Palmer, Palmer's been a lot more consistent. As in, you know what you're going to get. Um, whereas with him, I just he's decent. Don't get me wrong, but I don't. I prefer, personally, I prefer Palmer in in the eleven over over Hunt. And just just one quick thing I was going to mention about yeah. so you just mentioned about Winda. Sorry to go over all. Sorry, right, mate. It's, it's fine. Well, like I said, any, if anyone wants to have a say, like press request to talk, we can talk about. We don't have to talk about what we're currently talking about. We talk about anything, anything that we've previously talked about. I, I, you know, just get, have your say, mate. I just want to take take away the the our Wednesday emotion towards players. And if you think about Josh Windass as a player, he's 27. And you mentioned, did you mention Hull, Blackburn and what other club are after him? Stoke have apparently Stoke. showed interest, yeah. Right, let's say Blackburn come in for him. Let's say Blackburn offer, offer two mil. Blackburn, I think they're, they've won, since they got leathered by Fulham, I think they've won every game bar one. So I think they've won seven in the last eight. Yeah. So that form team in championship the four points off for automatic promotion. So from a Josh Windass point of view, probably no emotional attachment to Wednesday. He's probably on what? Anything between eight and 12 grand. If he gets the opportunity to go to Blackburn in January, who are knocking on the door of the Premier League, mm-hmm. he, he gets a three-year deal, let's say there, or a two-and-a-half-year deal. They get promoted, he gets double bubble, so he'll probably, let's say he gets an increase to Blackburn, let's say he gets 15 grand a week when he leaves us, if he leaves us. He gets 30 for going to Prem. Yeah, they might come straight back down, but then he can just go to a top-end champ club and then that's him set. Do you know what I mean? He's set yeah. for his career. So I know as much as we, we need to keep him, we want to keep him. You mentioned three three appearances, two two goals or goal involvements. He's, he's class, don't get me wrong, but from a player's point of view, and I think Giles will even admit it, the careers are short and they may never get this opportunity again, a bit like what happened with George Hurst. In, how did anybody know that you get an opportunity to go to Leicester again or go to Bell? Do you know what I mean? You never know what's going to happen. Same with Shaw and Oregidi. These chances may never come round again. If Oregidi and Shaw didn't go to Celtic, they could just be one of our squad players on a couple of grand a week. Yeah, it's better than what we're on as a as general public, like just normal people. But for them to better their careers, they need to look at, they'll be getting advice saying this may never happen again. You get one bad injury, that's you just maybe League Two, Conference, staying in League One. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, you've got to think. You've got to think about yourself, haven't you? In yeah. all this, now it's, it's always it's always difficult. You know, as a as a fan, you always think like you know, back to the whole um, Urugiri situation, and you know, you know, we've given her a chance. They need to repay it and things like that. You know, I always hark back to the fact if you know if, if I was stacking shelves at Tesco and I've been there for twenty years and Morrison's came along and doubled my wage, I'm I'm sorry, but. I'm I'm going to Morrison's. Do you know what I mean? I'm 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 not, I'm not staying. That to you, like in your day job, if a competitor come to you and said, "We'll give you fifty percent wage rise now, and then in two years' time, we might give you another twenty five percent and and a and a promotion in your job," and there's a clear pathway for you, you're going to take it. Everybody is. Of course you are. And it's just it's just complete. It's the same as ours, but just on a bigger scale because obviously the money they get paid, the spotlight that they're in, and. I just, for me, I wish them good luck, personally, because they want to better themselves. They're not, move, they're not sidestepping. They're not going to another club in our division or a rival to us. 
whether you're George Ayres, Shaw, Aragidi, or even Windass, they're going higher, they're going better. And as much as I'm I'm a fan, I've been a fan for 30-odd years, you've got to be realistic in, in this day and age. Great stuff. Cheers, cheers, Tom. Thanks for that. Um, just want to bring Dimmy onto the uh, onto the show on the East, East Coast Owls. Uh, how are you, mate? You all right? Yeah, good, mate. Just uh, super busy with work. But... No problem. Having fun. Good stuff. What do you want to talk about, Dimmy? Um, I just wanted to, to say, hey, sorry, I've been quiet recently. Um, just in relation to Josh Windus, if he gets a better offer, I think it's... He's um, like uh, Thomas was saying. He's he's, he's got to go right. Like there's there, there's no loyalty in, among the players to Wednesday. I don't think. I'm, I'm maybe apart from a certain few, there's a lot of loyalty in the stands. But uh, none of these players owe us anything, right? No player owes us anything. Even though we gave Aragidi a start, like that, everyone looks to better their careers. So, you know, I don't. I think it's it's naive to think that players are just going to stay just because they love the club for the love of the club, right? Like for certain players, it's different, right? Where they've got families, their kids are in school um, and they've been around for a while and it, it makes more sense to take a little bit less money and stay at Wednesday. But yeah, I mean, none of these players owe us anything. Obviously, Josh Windass, he's one of the ones that are contracted uh, further than than the summer. He's, he's contracted until the, the summer of next year, um, so he's, he is one that you know we, we could actually, like like Liam was alluding to early, earlier, we, how many players have we let go for for nothing? They've just ran the contract down. Uh, I, mean, but, I mean, what what would a what price would you would you sell him for though, Dimmy? Like, what would an acceptable price be? You know, he went to Wigan for two and a half million. Obviously, he's a, he's a few years older than that now. Uh, it didn't really work out at Wigan. He's not played a great deal f- uh, for us, but obviously, he's a proven goal scorer. But but what sort of price tag would you put on him? You've got to take a million, haven't you? In our current situation, I would have thought. Um, I, honestly, I. I I don't know because I'm not in that in that industry. I don't know the finances, but I, you know, million anything over a million, you've got to you've got to take that, get some money into the club, right? Invest in uh, some younger players. I would say, brilliant. Now, um, I think I'm gonna wrap it wrap it up there, unless everyone else. Um, I, well, before I do that, Charlie wants to say something. Charlie, what do you, what do you want to say, mate? I was just going back to the starting eleven. Go on then, mate. What's your, what would your starting eleven be? I had it up here. Where's it gone? There we go. I had it up on my phone. Formation, so I think I honestly a three-five-two with Peacock Farrell in goal, yeah. and then you've got back three of Hutchinson, Iorfa, Dunkley, like three big blokes at back. Because then you know it's one of those that aerial balls you're winning. Then a midfield of five of Hunt, Delhi Bashiru, Bannon, Adena, and Corbinu. Yep, that like that's just players that you know can try back and get forward and then Windass and Gregory up top like maybe Patterson and Johnson and players like that as impact subs so no like, so, so no no Palmer is, uh, if you were uh, if you were the gaffer then it, it depends like I do like Palmer he's just some days he can he's like Patterson some days he can be the best player in that side we've seen it before but then other days he can be half asleep and men will get past him every time they run at him. And it's one of them, like, do you risk it? I love pa- uh, Patterson Palmer, but I think it's got to get to a point where you've sort of got to move on and he's not, like, I don't know, like Forestieri, he's not always going to be your number one man, if you get me. He's gonna, 
you've got to move on in the end. Of course. Um, just want to bring Ben on. Ben, mate, what do you want to have to say? I just think Palmer's been awesome this season. I, I think he gets stick. I don't know what games people watch, but he's been fantastic this season. It might have been one or two early on in the season when everyone were, you know, getting to know each other, but he's playing out in position. You know, technically he was a midfielder when he come through that, you know, yep. came first yeah, Giles, Giles talks about that quite a, quite a lot, mate. Yeah, he got chucked in at right back by uh, with Dave Jones, manager. And ever since he stayed there, this season he's played left back, centre off. Come on, guys, slack off him a bit. He's been awesome this season. Um, agreed. Yeah, I just want to give a bit of agree, agree, agree. 100% agree. I think he's more reliable than Hunt. And every game you go to, but... particularly away games, it's like Accrington a few weeks ago. He was just getting sticky. It's like, I've been watching the same game. He's been awesome. It's... And again, at crew, we were brilliant. And it's mad. It's mad. It's like, it, I don't know. Fans have got this like band like, oh, it's just because he's been here so long and this, that, and the other, and whatever else. It just seems to be. He's the scapegoat for everyone, isn't he? Just... Yeah, and another thing as well, we're in League One. We have to remember that we're not going to have, you know, world is at the club. You know, it, it, for the level we're at, I think is brilliant. So, yeah, just a bit of Liam Palmer appreciation and, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, just looking at, uh, in terms of Liam Palmer there, you know, he, he's made the most appearances so far this season, 21, uh, same as Barry Bannon. Uh, he's played more minutes, um, you know, he's come up with two assists as, as well. He is Mr. Consistent. We've we've spoke about that, you know, quite a lot on the on the podcast. Like I said, he, he's not going to come up with a, you know, a, a nine or a, a ten performance, but but he will he will give you a, a solid seven and he's or really eight. Injured as well. I mean, I mean, the game missed a week, and that's the first time he's been missing for God knows how long. So, he's you know he's pretty much reliable every season. So. Yeah, of course. Right, we're gonna uh, gonna wrap it up there. Massive thanks to everyone for uh, for joining the, this evening. Um, I said we normally do this on a Friday lunchtime, but uh, we might do it on a on a Thursday evening a little bit more often if we can get as many people on, on as we have done this evening. Um, yeah, obviously, make sure you uh, obviously check the podcast. There's no game this weekend, but we'll still be doing another episode. Um, at the weekend that you can listen to that one if you haven't already done so listen to the the Accrington Oppo's view with the Accrington chairman um, that, was, that was a good uh, a good one uh, top top bloke um, you know, I don't think there's many chairmans uh, like that now that got some good uh, good feedback and um, yeah if you want to come, come a Patreon as well patreon.com forward slash WTID pod uh, the, uh, the interview with um Emerson Tome is going to be out in a couple of weeks. Couple of weeks time, uh, there's about thirty interviews that you can uh, that you can listen to in the meantime as well. So yeah, thank you for everyone for joining, and uh, we'll see you all uh, same time next week. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport. Powered by fans.